Yeah, yeah. Uh. Underrated, underrated, we the underdogs, underestimated. Yeah. Underrated, underrated, we the underdogs, underestimated. We the one. Digital Gumball Podcast After Party number 23. This is episode 80. The Digital Gumbo Podcast contains language that some may find offensive. Listener discretion is advised. Yours truly, Nookie Bishop Jr. here with my main man, Adris Elbow. Adris, uh, checking in with you, bro. What's going on? What's up, Nook? This your boy, Aegis Elbow, with a little bit of ash on the elbow. And Nook, it's almost springtime. We're just a couple of days away from spring. The weather's getting nice. I had to get out the house today just to walk a little bit, but I was also getting out the house because my family is just like sick is i think it's the last remnants of like of of the winter trying to like put the little microbes out and i'm, I'm trying to get rid of them by, by walking being outside i hear that man i hear that hope everybody's uh, okay yeah man it's in and out uh and then um you know in indoors outdoors and then uh this weather changing you know people going out walking but then, you know, people uh, also indoors and coming across people that have might might have germs, man. Everybody all right over there? Man, like the whole house is sick, but we 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 hanging in there. <laughs> I hear that. So hear so that. ask me, ask me next week. <laughs> gotcha. We have to check in with you uh, next week, bro, and see uh, how everybody's doing. Well, man, listen, you said you was walking. You know what a lot of Americans about to start doing? That's right. Walking. Man, these gas prices, ridiculous. The oil prices is actually going down. Um, let me uh, let me clip into a couple of things and uh, see where we go from here. The oil prices. Hey, before up- you do that, though, I will tell you, I went to the gas station the other day because I had to, you know, I had to get gas. Yeah. And no, it was almost like, man, it was creeping close to five dollars a gallon. It ain't hit five dollars yet, but it's mm-hmm. like you might as well round it off. Like if you was rounded. You know, I learned that if it's five or higher, you go you go up. <laughs> so Man. it was definitely, you know, it was it was like five dollars, like it was four four fifty something. This is crazy, man. The oil price went down, but the gasoline price is going up. Now, remember, we talked on several occasions about the dynamic with winter gas and summer gas. Winter gas has a little bit more of, um, you know, not as filtered as much so that it burns a little bit uh, differently as uh, a little bit differently than summer gas, which has less impurities and, and burns, quote unquote, cleaner, man. So um, it looks like they about to gouge these prices on the last of these winter gas, uh, these this winter gas also look like they about to gouge the price on this spring and summer gas, man. How's your driving habits right now? You know, it's like I haven't been doing a lot of driving, but what I'm starting to, to think and see that I think a lot of people are going to be driving um, this spring and summer, right? Because we've been cooped up for so long and you got like restrictions rolling back now in so many different places. So even if you wanted to go somewhere, you really couldn't. But now things are starting to open back up a little bit. The weather's getting nice. People are tired of being cooped up. So I think we're going to wind up driving a whole lot more. And I think that's going to make the gas go up too, right? Like it's already going up because of whatever happened in the world, right? With the oil supply and, and all that and the markets. But then I think as more people start buying gas, then I think that's going to make the prices go up too. So it's, it's going to be astronomical. 
and you spot on with that. Man, I was watching this uh, news report with this economist, and he was actually saying that gas stations was going to lose money with the higher gas prices. I was like, Wait, how, how in do the hell? How, exactly. yeah, how they lose money? I was like, how in the hell? But he broke it down, and it totally makes sense. So he says when the gas prices go up, people pay at the pump, and they have less money to go inside the store and get, you know, milk, bread, zingers, <laughs> yeah, candy that, bars, you know, lottery milk, tickets, Milk cigarettes. is like $10 from the convenience store. A gallon of milk is $10. Exactly. So they <laughs> it's said- It's ridiculous. So they, they be gouging you on the prices for the convenience. But I guess when people, like when they fill up, like you said, it's like, I ain't got no more money to spend on this high price stuff. Man, they said stuff is just going to be sitting on the shelves because people ain't got no extra money. You know, like, you know, you could like break whatever. And then you have a little bit of change left over, get you a scratch off or a lottery ticket or something or that you might need, bottle of water or soda, juice or something. Now they're saying people ain't got that money. It's all going in the tank, man. And they're not even coming into the gas station to get whatever, whatever. So we're going to see how this goes uh, going in the summer. Man, do you remember when they used to give you something free with every fill up? <laughs> yeah, yeah. The back in the day, they 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 stopped doing that a while ago. <laughs> man, they they gonna have to bring that back to get people to come back into the store. Man, it's like man, uh, I, I remember like they used to give out stuff like car washes, free car washes. I remember one time, you know, I I eat some um, gas station food. Like I had, I've eaten a hot dog from a gas station before, okay. plenty of times. Not before, but plenty of times. So I, I've I've gotten gas when you get a free hot dog with it. <laughs> All kind of stuff. So they need to they need to bring it back. Man, didn't they used to have like the punch card with like the free coffee and stuff? Yeah, yep. Free coffee is a big one. Man, now get people they, coming, coming, going into work, gassing up, getting a little coffee. They they ain't they ain't got uh, people ain't coming into the store. It don't matter how many punch cards they got. They ain't getting the coffees no more. They ain't gonna be getting the free ones. Man, but you're right. They 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 is losing money though, Nook. Cause like if you ain't going in the store to buy no coffee, the the overhead on coffee is like, man, they make a killing off coffee. Cause coffee may cost you like one cent a cup if it costs you that much. You know the the price of it, and then you paying sometimes like a dollar, dollar fifty, two dollars, depending on what you get. So yeah, they're gonna be losing money. Now let me tell you a story. I was in California one time and this was outside a gas station. Now this is absolutely genius. And I thought that this is something that they would have in the South, but I did not see it in the South. I saw it in California. We drove past this gas station and a brother no barbecue. And I was like, that's ribs, right? I was like, we was at the light. We hadn't come across the light yet where the gas station was, but I smelled the ribs, like the rib wind, uh, the aroma of the ribs was it blowing in my direction it. towards the car. I was like, that's ribs. <laughs> we drove past the gas station because we had to get to where we was going to. They had a rib tent set out, right? So um, the deal with the rib tent is you go and um, you know you get a little ticket. The man be like, boom, ribs, whatever side you got. You go in and pay, and then you come out, and then you take your ribs home. I seen some people um, that apparently looked like they was eating some ribs right there in front of the ice machine at the gas station <laughs> with a beverage and a lot of napkins. But yeah, the ribs. Right, I, I, I have not witnessed the rib the rib platter at the gas station. I have not seen that one. You got me Man, on that one. Look, they had it set up, and dude looked like he was doing, you know how you got to sort of size up and see what's going on with the chef. 
to um, see what's going on. He looked like he was legit when I was, you know, at the red light and driving by. So yeah, yeah man. You, red you can tell tent. when they they legit. He was probably like a little heavy set, mm-hmm. wearing a little apron with some stains on it. And they mm-hmm. always talking like a deep voice, a deep raspy voice. Like hey, now, now what you what, what you want there now, boy? <laughs> you want a half slab or you want a full slab? That's how you know the real good. Go inside and pay the men and bring back your receipt. They'll be ready when you get outside. So, and if you ever see him on the grill and he got on sandals with socks, that's, now you that's know that's person. Good, that's some, yeah, that's it. You know, that's some good eating right there. That's your guy. Sandals that's and socks, that's good eating. Yeah. So, listen, gas stations, y'all want to make some money? You got to get the rib tent going. And, you know, stir up people's appetites while they're getting this gas. And uh, hopefully these gas prices will drop. Man, the other thing that they said is that these Uber and Lyft drivers, man, they not going to be making no short trips because they like they're not even breaking even with the gas. So, um, you know, they break a little bit more, break a little bit more even when they, you know, it's just a ride. But it's like if it's like Uber Eats or Lyft Eats. Man, they not they not going for them one dollar tips no I, I more. I hadn't even thought about that. Yeah, that, yeah, that's woo. When the prices go up, then I guess do they do Uber and Lyft adjust the rates for the ride? They gotta adjust the rates. Yeah, they they adjust the, the rides. They gotta adjust the rates. Yeah, the surcharge for the individual county or city or state go up. And then um, sometimes that means that people be catching less um, Ubers and Lyfts and might just be hopping on the train or the bus or whatever, man. It's like uh, when that surcharge go up, it's like, you know, when they have the surge pricing, but the surge pricing go up, the surcharge go up too with this uh, high gas, mm. man. So yeah, it's, it's crazy, man. It's, it's, it's economics 101, man. Economics 101. Man. Wow, yeah, that's that's you know, watch we're probably gonna see um stories pretty soon about like they charge me a hundred dollars to go three miles. <laughs> People gotta be careful and read all them notes when they press that button because you know what it is, the price be in there, but that surcharge be in there, man. That'd be no. yeah, because when you get when you get stuck in traffic and you know you could be going like you know, I, I think what okay, at one one point I worked in like DC and from my house to my job in DC was like seven miles, but it would take me almost 45 minutes to an hour driving to get there, seven to eight miles. That's crazy. So like, imagine if you take a Uber or a Lyft and you kind of stuck in traffic. That's that time that, that man uh, caught an Uber one time in uh, New Orleans and we just got stuck on the highway. It was one way in, one way out. Man, I think we wound up paying an extra $20 of waiting time just because we was mm. like stuck in traffic, man. That brother couldn't get no other ride. So it was a crazy day. I don't even know why it was. Uh, I don't even know why it was busy. But yeah, man, that waiting time and them surcharges and this gas surcharge taxes that they adding in these fees, man, this is crazy. So People need to be on, on the lookout for that. But uh, hopefully these gas prices will get somewhat back to normal. But like you say, man, Memorial Day is coming, Easter, 4th of July, all the summer holidays. People are going to be driving, like you said, getting out. And it, these gas prices just might go the other direction, man. So get a bike. Get <laughs> yeah, a bike or a scooter or something. Damn. You listen to the Digital Gumbo Podcast. Thanks so much for joining us, Nookie Bishop Jr., 
and Idris Elbow. Digital Gumbo Podcast is uh, a podcast all about news, current events, race, culture, and politics, but a lot of laughs in between. We're available on all podcast platforms, including Apple Podcasts. We encourage you to download, follow, rate, and review today. Download, follow, rate, and review today. We're also on your smart speakers and smart devices like Alexa and uh, the Google Assistant. So uh, make sure to uh, catch up on past episodes. We appreciate you listening. Man, um, you ever seen the movie Pet Cemetery? Yes, that's a Stephen King. Like it started as a book, a novel, right? Then they turned it into a movie. Didn't that come out like the 80s though? I think or, so. Or was it early 90s? They I made some I, remakes too. I think it was the 80s and then they had like a TV show or something like that and they might have had a, a remake movie. So yeah, yeah, Pet Cemetery. Okay, so this lady, you know how people fall in love with their animals. Uh, she had yep. a cat. And uh, she loved that cat and the cat died. So um, mm-hmm. what she wanted to do was to, you know, prolong the life of the cat. She paid $25,000 to clone the cat. And um, she is seeking a refund. Um, the cloned cat looks nothing like her original cat. <laughs> and the damn cat looks like a stiff cadaver cat from Pet Cemetery. I sent you that picture, bro. Um, yeah. Assess this. Okay, so it's so much wrong with this story, right? Okay, first, all right, so if you have a pet and your pet passes away, right? Like, you're going to miss that pet, right? But it would even mean that cloning that pet doesn't mean you get that same pet back, right? And so I don't know what she was expecting to get out of it, right? Like, if, if she was expecting to get the same pet, I can, I can see that. That's $25,000. That's a lot of money. Right. But if they messed it up, so basically they said we're gonna clone your cat and they ain't gonna look or act nothing like your cat. <laughs> Is that actually cloning? I think she got scammed. I think somebody took her twenty-five thousand dollars and they went <laughs> to the animal shelter <laughs> and found the cat and brought it to her. <laughs> Man, that cat and what she looks- could have got that for the administration fee of twenty-five dollars. Exactly. Have your cat spayed or neuter. Protect the pet population. Man, yeah, they, they scammed her, man. The cat's eyes is uneven. And then the picture that they showed of the clone cat, like um, it looked like he had like hair gel or hairspray in his hair. Like one side was up and one side was down. His tail wasn't right. This cat looked crazy. <laughs> and for all my cat lovers out there, I know y'all love y'all cat. But um, I would not pay, Nookie Bishop Jr. would not pay $25,000 to clone a cat. Um, I don't think I would use $25,000 to do anything except clone a car. That's about it, man. $25,000. She would have been better going to a breeder and saying like, hey, breeder, this is what my cat looked like. Can you find me a cat that looks close to this? And the breeder would have probably did it for like a couple, couple of thousand. It's like, yeah, I find you like a, you know, a cat that looks exactly like this. Pay me a couple thousand dollars. Man, that is a lot of money and a lot of time and a lot of wherewithal to clone a cat. But to each his or her own. I'm not a cat person. I don't I, like. I said I would not clone a cat. But perhaps but this lady and their. But the, a cat is the last animal I would clone because usually they don't like people. You know, so it's like you know, make all this money. To clone an animal that could care less about you and your feelings. <laughs> mm. 
Uh, true story. I had a dog named Peter Boo Bishop. Boo was in quotation marks. That was his Peter real Boo. first name was Peter. Yeah, but his nickname was Boo. <laughs> Peter Boo Bishop. Like he had a full name. Um, I love that dog. He got hit by a car and died. Uh, mm. I would not want to bring back Peter. Uh, I probably would cry all the damn time. I'm like, this is Peter. Uh, uh, don't leave me. <laughs> Um, your dog Brownie, would you would you pay twenty five thousand dollars to clone Brownie? No, Brownie is would not be cloned. And like, let me let me be clear. So Brownie, that was our dog growing up, but it belonged to everybody that I live around. So I yeah. I think it was originally my cousin's Erica's dog, but then okay. it was just everybody's dog. And Brownie lived outside. And uh, and and you know we would give him give Brownie scraps, and then yeah. I guess Brownie would hunt for food when he got hungry. But um, mm. like a dog like Brownie, you don't clone because <laughs> he's 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 a wild animal. Wow, <laughs> not like really domesticated. So I wouldn't <laughs> want to clone Brownie because that might go left. <laughs> so you say you're not bringing Brownie to the Westminster Kennel Show. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn. All right, man, let's switch up gears. Um, your boy, Pete Davidson, um, we're going to set aside his relationship uh, troubles uh, for a moment. This dude is going up in a rocket ship, man, in less than a half a week. One, um, talk about him going up on this rocket ship. And two, what type of security measures do these rocket ship people need to take? to keep Kanye West away from that damn rocket launch site. <laughs> well, I'll tell you this, Kanye may not have to do anything because it's still shaky riding the rocket up into space. That still ain't a safe form of travel, right? Like you you just talking about uh, less than a year ago, you had rocket failures coming from like what SpaceX uh, or Elon Musk. And then you got, uh, what's the guy to do? Virgin Airlines. He's doing oh, a Richard Virgin Airlines. And you got... Yeah, Richard Branson, and then you got Jeff Bezos, and they ain't quite figured it all out yet. So they they keep sending up like celebrities, right? So they I guess they do it out of free publicity, whatever you call it, because they sent up William Shatner, you know, from like Star Trek to go into space. Yeah. And yeah. and now they're sending like Pete Davidson. I think this is anybody they can get to ride on that ship that they think crazy enough to ride on it that they can get some news coverage or buzz about it. So I think they kind of use them as like human guinea pigs. So they, they pretty much like back in the day when they used to send the monkeys and the dogs and the mm -hmm. animals in space, <laughs> that's what they're doing now. They're just doing it with like kind of B-list celebrities. Mm -mm. They were like, uh, yeah, we could get William Shatner. That's definitely, definitely yeah. that is Star a Trek, super yeah, press that, release. You, yeah, people would love that. Yeah, hey, do you know, dude, I don't know if you covered this. We didn't cover this story. But you know how William Shatner went up there? Yeah. The, the guy who, I think, flew the shuttle, you know, like they have a little crew. One of them yeah. died. Yeah, One yeah, One of them yeah. died. Did he die in a in a plane crash? I don't know. He, he died some kind of way. I was like, oh, Lord, what happened here? Like, he must have, I was like, I don't know. That sounds a little suspect. That's crazy as hell. Now, how are you going to survive a ride to outer space? And then you come yeah. back down to Earth and you, I, I think he got killed in a car accident. I'm not sure. But I'm just like, damn. Somebody That's need to investigate up. that. Yeah. Then we need <laughs> sound to get like, the, Sound like he knew something that he wasn't supposed to know, maybe. We need to get CSI gumball on that. That's crazy. Yep. 
That's crazy. And then, uh, yeah, if there's any black person within one mile of that launch pad site, uh, don't do it because they don't think you Kanye. You know, yep. they think that all black people look alike and then you have a problem. Then you arrested sitting in the tank explaining that you're not Kanye. Wait, so like, we know you're Kanye. Come on, rap. Do one of your raps. Do one of your raps. You know, but like, you know, like that, that, of... the, the bad part about this, like, like if Pete Davidson go into space, like it would be the time when we run into some aliens. Mm, mm, <laughs> it was mm. like, you know, like, and he's like, well, the representative of the human race just happens to be Pete Davidson. Good Lord. You'd be like, I don't know if that's the best. The aliens might be like, cousin, <laughs> welcome back. How you doing? So, man, Pete Davidson, man, is on a tear. He bought like a lighthouse or something like that in Long Island. He also uh, went in on a, a very swanky cocktail bar um, around the corner from uh, Saturday Night Live where they tape. So, um, oh, dude, that I, might be it. He might be investing in it, right? He might be investing in space travel. You never know. Like you name those investments. This that's maybe why he got a a seat on. It. It's like okay, I'm gonna put some money in on this, and hey, I'll even ride on it for man, a little he, little bit of this uh this stock. Man, so, yeah, he, he might, might he uh, might be in on it. He might be going ahead and open up a bar in Jupiter or something like that. I don't know how you get alcohol up there, but, uh, you know, they drink on Star Wars, so it is theoretically possible. Yep. I wonder what, what supplies, like, if you got, like, a special little backpack, you know, like, what you put in, like, your little snack bag to go up there. I mean, what you be up there for, a half hour, 45 minutes? You get peanuts on the yeah. airplane, so maybe... I, you know, I, I, would, I would take cheese puffs because they light, but they do take up a lot of room, though. You can't take a lot of cheese buffs. <laughs> Trying to see what else I would pack going into space. <laughs> like maybe like uh, some unshelled sunflower seeds that pack up pretty compact. Yeah, uh, got a lot of protein in it. Get you some kind bars. Um, maybe like a little small box of like golden raisins or something like that. Yeah, I, um, I wouldn't want to take like the powdered tang. Like oh, no, no. Because you got to. No powdered tang. Is this water clean? Except like uh, you can bring a thermos with some type of said beverage in it to hold your backpack down. And then, uh, you know, be like, hey, anybody want to sip? You know, I mean, I know they got all that gear on and stuff, but theoretically it is possible for them to have a drink up there. So uh, listen, if uh, it can be done, Pete Davidson will do it and uh, hope he makes it up there successfully. And more importantly, hopefully he'll make it down and back successfully. So yep, we'll see yep. what's up with that. Man, um, what do I got here? Uh, let's see. Um, two men in Tennessee. Uh, a camel, C-A-M-E-L. It's hump day, as a matter of fact, as we're taping this. Mm. Um, it is Wednesday. A camel escaped from a petting zoo in Tennessee. Uh, the camel killed two men uh, on its rampage. Um, they didn't really go into the specifics about how the men got killed. Idris Elbow, this is very suspect to me. One, Wait. you mean to you mean to tell me the camel killed two people? Now I could understand the camel killing one person, but the camel killed two people. Um, is this shaky? And they said the camel went on a rampage. Yeah, the camel escaped <laughs> that, from the petting zoo. That, that don't even sound right. Right. Who has a camel in a petting in a petting zoo? I don't I don't understand that. But anyway. Yeah, and, and when you say petting zoo, when people say petting zoo, they, they use that as a euphemism. It's not like they, like when you have a petting zoo, 
it is it's not like a a zoo where you got like bars and stuff like that it means like the animals are out for people to interact with and you might have a leash or a small cage so it wasn't hard for the for the camel to escape so one i blame the people in the petting zoo because they probably had no safeguards the animal got away right but when an animal gets away like that usually they are scared and they're trying to get away from people and things right right like they, they ain't like running in people's houses like what y'all doing what's up <laughs> you know they ain't, they ain't trying to interact with people they trying to get away from stuff so my thing is like how did these two people come in contact with the camel and what was that inter interaction like that caused them to die now a camel's hoof looks very dangerous i don't know if camels know karate or could kick the shit out of somebody but I'll be damned if the camel's gonna kick one. Now, this will probably what happened. The camel got scared. These guys thought that they could corral it or bring it back for a reward or just get them a camel that they could bring back to their house. And, um, you know, like kangaroos look all like nice and stuff, but them kangaroos got and muscles. They start boxing. And they start boxing. <laughs> the camel don't got no arms, but the camel could kick the shit out of you, right? Yeah. Now, we're not talking about a horse. We talking about a camel. Camels could be 12 feet tall. Okay. Yep. No problem. So I'm going to go up here and get this camel, but the camel, like, you know, if you, you got to be on your guard with animals at all times. The camel could have like kicked them in the front, kicked them in the head, um, could have broke his back with a kick. Okay. So that's one. Mm. Then yep. he killed the one guy. Then the other guy's like, no, my friend. And then he said, oh, you got <laughs> to go help some of this? Bam. Kicked him in the head, knocked him unconscious and killed him too. But two wow. men dead after a camel escapes from a petting zoo. That's some crazy shit. Yeah, and, and usually, like when, a, like if I see any animal coming my way, I usually go the other way. That's just a general rule. And uh, I, I'm pretty sure if I saw a camel coming my way, and we's like, okay, we is we at the mall? <laughs> Why is this camel coming down the street? I'm automatically going the opposite way. Man, that's crazy. I'm that's not crazy. investigating that. I'm not investigating it either. That like that's that camel's business. I ain't mm -mm, I smoke cools. Nah, I don't mess with camels. I don't mess yeah, with they, camels. Yeah, they smoke cools. Yeah, you do not mess with no camels. They smoke cools. Smoke salems. Damn. Man, um man, these figures came back from the census. They undercounted by 19 million people. So I'm I'm, I'm mad about this. I'm, I'm actually hot about this. Exactly. You, you said 19 million people. 19 million. So on and mostly paper, black and Hispanic, right? That is correct. So they said on paper we got 333 million people in America, but they undercounted. So is that 352? Is that is my math correct? No, yeah, look, they one job. The whole definition of the census is to count the people. That's my. No. It ain't no. It ain't no side thing. It's like. That is your job to get an accurate count of the population. That's why the census exists. So exactly. you mean you can't you can't even do your job? Exactly. The now they one tried, thing you're supposed to do. Now they tried to do it during the pandemic. I can get that early days of the pandemic. Wasn't sure how it was going to go. People was like being contactless and stuff. And you know they made the forms available online. But man, people was just trying to survive. And yeah. Stuff, so. And then, and, then, and then you had uh, what's this um forty um was it forty five. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Interfering with it. He was trying yeah. to mess it up, and he did. He, he messed them up. He tripped them up. Exactly. So, man, now you know. 
the community might pay the price on this, you know, undercounting, they doing these gerrymandering maps and, um, you know, aid and, and other things that um, go to, um, you know, communities and stuff is going to get messed up for the next 10 years, man, unless they're able to uh, go ahead and, um, you know, fix uh, these counts, man. This is crazy. Yeah, they're going to try to fix it with like estimates and stuff, but it still ain't going to be right. And then a lot of the stuff, you know, resources and how they flow to communities and what communities get, some of it's already been determined by that. So, you know, like you said, the damage is done. And, and the, the bad part is like, that's 10 years. The next, you know, full census is in 10 years. You know, they, they'll do the in-between stuff and hopefully that'll correct some of it. But that's a whole nother decade. Man, 19 million. I mean, they generally say, uh, statistically speaking, any poll has a error rate of plus or minus three to five percent but that's way off way yeah off. that is that's yeah that's like you know that's that's about five percent of the population right if you're talking about like three three hundred thousand people yeah right? like i want to know like how did they like who who counted the people that they didn't count like how did they know that they off how did they do that yeah yeah like if you got yeah 300 million that's like 60 million is 10 percent. so like you was like 20 million short so like yeah you push it close to like four or five percent yeah, yeah, 330 million. Well, 333 on paper, they said, but uh, yeah. they undercounted by 19 million. So we may or may not have 352 million people in America. Wow. That's crazy. All yeah. right, man. Um, you ever, uh, when you was young, did you have like Easter eggs in your Easter basket? Yeah, but we should like, we should do like the real Easter eggs, the kind you boil and like um, die. Okay, right? you didn't like, have the plastic. Now, now ones? most people use those little fake eggs where you got like plastic and you put candy inside of them. Yeah, we had it yeah. back in the day. You just had real eggs. That's all you got. Okay, okay. So, <laughs> so fast forward now. Um, you get a pla Do you take the kid? Do you take one of the kids' plastic eggs? Like, uh, and it might have something in it. Do you take one every now and then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Okay. Yep. Now, got some candy in there, or whatever. Yeah. Okay. Now, what's your uh, favorite candy inside the uh, the the Easter egg? You know, so it's 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 hard to determine because like like I don't like eating loose candy. Yeah. <laughs> like candy without the wrapping. Oh no, I got no, kids. No, no, no. Yeah, because I got kids and kids is nasty. Yeah. And so I don't, I don't like eating with like <laughs> loose candy. So like whatever candy I get, it's gotta be like in a wrapper. Yeah. And and most of the times like I really like those little strawberry. Um, candies. They, the wrapper looks like a strawberry, like it's okay. like red, and they got a little green yeah, twisty thing. Yeah, with the little dots I mean, on, like the seeds. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know the name of them, but I just call them the strawberry candies. Okay, they're good. Um, what else is like that's like any kind of wrapped candy, small candy that that's wrapped up is what I go for. I don't go for the loose candies. Okay, okay. Now, um, you know, for a little while we made the boiled eggs. Nobody ate them. You know, like um, <laughs> like you said, kids is nasty. So you might find one. Be like, what's that smell? Like two weeks later, on top of the vent, you know, the heat's still on and shit. So um, we moved away from those. So we had the plastic eggs as well. I also prefer the packaged candy, um, the little bright uh, pastel uh, Hershey Kisses. Um, oh, also yeah. the little, uh, you know, they the little. Uh, Reese cups that you could fit in there, but it's got to mm -hmm. be packaged. Um, them jelly beans, except like if they was cherry jelly beans, those got eight, but the rest of those got thrown out when you throw out the Easter grass because um, <laughs> them things get nasty and they're yeah. just disgusting. Anyway, so I said all that to say this. In Japan, they have something called a, uh, is it a demon stone? What are they calling this thing? Oh, Hold what? on one second, bro. 
uh, Japan. Oh, it's called a Killing Stone. All right. So um, the Killing Stone, it's a, it's a rock and it looks like a very dark clay, right? And, okay. um, you know, so it's, it's split and it opened. And when it opened, it looked like it had lava inside. But there is a fable, a story that may or may not be true, but is very on brand for 2022. They're saying the Killing Stone was home to like this demon that um, was put in the stone like thousands of years ago. And now this thing is hatched and the damn demon is out and they're fearful that people are going to die because this demon that was inside the demon stone has uh, escaped and is uh, you know back on earth. Now this sounds like a plot for like a summer blockbuster movie, but yeah. this shit is happening for real in Japan. The well, I, I, I can kind of see this right with the with the like this pandemic of like you know this worldwide you know pandemic. I can kind of see how a story like that can like make sense to you, right? It's like something has been unleashed on the world and is wreaking havoc on it. I was like, okay, that is that's on brand for like 2020 through 2022. So like that is it kind of feels that way. So I can kind of see how you can arrive at that point. But do they do a celebration around it or like what's the like no. what are they doing around? It? These people are scared to death, man. It's like the killing stone is open and the demon is out. And I don't know if a demon takes a you know a physical or human manifestation. I don't know how demons work. But uh, they better be rebuking them demons over there in Japan because uh, you don't want none of that. Mm -mm, no. Yeah. So, so are they celebrating this, or are they just like uh -uh, they just uh -uh. recognizing the world is like jacked up right now? Yeah, they just was like, um, yeah, remember the Killing Stone? Yep, it's open, so beware. I was like, damn, wow. Killing Stone. It's, it's what the hell? <laughs> the Killing Stone. Damn. I want to, you know, like I, you know how we take stuff like, um, like Easter, which was like, you know, Jesus like raising, you know, coming back from the dead and whatnot. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But it was like very like gruesome, right? Like being crucified, you know, nailed to a cross. Mm -hmm. I wonder if they do that like with the killing stone where they kind of over time, the story becomes less gruesome and then becomes like kidified. So probably like the killing stone now has like when you bust it open, it's like a little molten lava cake. And it's just like <laughs> gooey chocolate candy. And the birds <laughs> come out of the killing stone. <laughs> you got kids cracking open the killing stones like, woo. Delicious. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. Killing Stone. That that don't that man, that is not children's book worthy, man. The Killing Stone, they said a demon. So um uh let's see here. The, let me break down my Greek slash Latin for you. So the word pandemonium, you ready? Okay. Pandemonium. Okay. Pan means all. Like uh you may be yeah. a member of a pan-Hellenic organization, yeah. like uh, fraternities mm -hmm. and sororities. Okay. Demonium sounds just like what it sounds like. Demon, yeah. D-E-M-O-N, self-explanatory. Yeah. I-U-M is a suffix, which means the state of. So pandemonium means the state of all devils being released from hell. Well, it ain't all the devils, but they got one that's going to be coming from this damn killing stone in Japan. <laughs> so we need we need to monitor what's going on in Japan, man. But like, if some bad shit happens, like, it's that damn demon stone, that damn killing stone. Yeah. yeah, well, that's actually why every like like culture probably has a story like that, right? Because like you mentioned, pandemonium, right? You get Pandora's box, which that's yeah. it, just a box that you open and evil kind of comes out into the world. So I guess yeah. the Killing Stone is like just a cultural reference to that 
of like yeah. releasing evil in the world. So yeah, yeah. Now this is a killing stone. How many stones can you name? Oh, I can name a lot of stones. Like you got diamond. Yeah. You got quartz. Yeah. You got amethyst. Yeah. You got rubies. Okay. You got um. <laughs> Shit, you 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 smarter than me. I was gonna be like uh, rolling stone. Uh, <laughs> Hummus stone, um, <laughs> Flintstones, Stone Cold Steve, and that's the bottom line. Cause Stone Cold says today is three sixteen. By the way, March sixteenth. So we want to oh, give nice. a shout out today is Steve Austin Day. If you oh, uh, nice. know uh, that WWE wrestler, so yes, happy happy Steve Austin Day. I'll uh, let me get my Steve Austin on one more time. And that's the bottom line. Cause Stone Cold said so. And then uh, the other one that they got uh, on Instagram, I had a beer. What? I had two beers. What? And he goes all the way up to nine beers. And he goes, and a Bloody Mary. <laughs> <laughs> that dude needs to chill out. <laughs> <laughs> damn, damn. All right. So, yeah, um, the Killing Stone in uh, in Japan. Um, let me take a look here. What do we got? Oh, Santa Barbara, right? I've been to Santa Barbara once. It is very nice, very laid back, the whole nine yards, um, coastal town, et cetera, et cetera. Very laid back people. I love California. Okay. Anyway, Santa Barbara has this Chick-fil-A. And as you would imagine, lunchtime, anytime, there is uh, bad traffic backed up around the Chick-fil-A. And um, a lot of people coming in, coming out, causing traffic jams, et cetera, et cetera. Now, the store is Chick-fil-A is always packed. They're known for being packed. But they get people through pretty quickly. They do. Chick-fil-A is like uh, permission to print money. Um, they have the little iPads and stuff, and then people be cheery. Boy, I don't know where they get all these damn happy-ass people from, but <laughs> they train them well, very well. Yeah. They are the nicest people. I mean, you ain't never... I've never had bad Chick-fil-A service in my life. And them people are always awesome. Oh, you you had to wait an extra five minutes. Here's a little coupon or a little card. Yeah. You just show this next time. You get a free uh, four-piece strip or get a free sandwich when we apologize for you waiting. Like, you know what? Just have two of these and bring a friend. Like, they know what's <laughs> up. They know yeah. what's up. Um, also, Chick-fil-A, they estimated that if Chick-fil-A was open on Sunday, they would make an extra $1.3 billion based upon their average sales that they have during the six days that they're open. They say people have more time on Sunday. They go to service, come back from service, et cetera. You know, a laid back day, they would make an extra $1.3 billion. But the president of Chick-fil-A just uh, says Sunday is the day off for employees. Okay. So anyway, the traffic is bad in Santa Barbara at the uh, Chick-fil-A. They are contemplating a bill in the city council to declare Chick-fil-A a public nuisance and force them to do something as far as their hours are concerned or the traffic or something like that. Now, look, you know, people love Chick-fil-A. How are they going to declare Chick-fil-A a public nuisance? I, that is kind of crazy. But I will tell you this, though, like I like I like I've, I've been to Chick-fil-A's and I have seen them like take over like um parking lots and then spill out into the road you know i don't know how to describe it it's like you know how they have that building and they got their parking lot right yeah and then it's the road or whatever that's around yeah but it's so many cars that they'll start taking lanes of like the road and stuff like that just yeah. to manage the traffic so yeah. i can i can see how it can spill over 
especially if you blocking some some major thoroughfare of people going back and forth. Now, if some Chick-fil-A like way off somewhere and like a side something, you know, off some some exit is probably no problem. But if you got it like in the middle of like a very busy thoroughfare. Yeah. And then you locking up traffic consistently, then I can see how that can be like aggravating. Yeah. You know what it is, man? It's probably some hater that uh, somebody was late for an appointment and they got caught up in like the plaza or the parking nearby where the Chick-fil-A yep. is and they <laughs> yep. couldn't get out and people was giving them the bird. You know how people is like, hey, yep. and that's like, I'm going to show Chick-fil-A. All right. You want to play games? All right. We'll play some games. We're going to get you. I'm going to get you declared a public nuisance. I'm going to ban this place. If that's the last thing I do. So, um, so yeah. So we'll now, see that now I will say this too. Now Chick-fil-A, they got some, they got some, some funny politics going on there. Yeah, like, you know, do. like the, um, like you said, the founders is like, okay, we ain't doing stuff on Sunday. So I don't know. He was like one of those evangelical Christians mm-hmm. or whatnot, but like he, he, he's, you know, they've done stuff and said stuff for like folks who are in the LGBT community yeah. as well. So people are like boycotting them too. Yeah. So this might be part of it. It's like they just a nuisance all the way around. They politics and they they clogging up traffic. They gotta go. Exactly. I'm gonna have to get a uh, get a link to the uh, Santa Barbara City Council meetings and uh, see when this come up on the agenda. They, I'm sure it's gonna be quite a doozy when uh, the people go in there talking about we need to declare. Chick-fil-A, a um, uh, a public nuisance. Now, you know who going to hate on them is like Wendy's, Burger King, and McDonald's. They just going to all show up out of the day. <laughs> yeah, like, I can see them sitting in the front row now and giving testimony. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, it is a nuisance. This traffic is ridiculous. You guys need to do something about this <laughs> Big Mac. So, uh, so uh, we'll see what's up. Okay, man. Now, um, I'm going to tell you a story. Okay, Pennsylvania. So it's these two YouTubers um i don't know how quite you become a youtuber as a job but that's neither here nor there we'll go into the analytics of that another day there's these two youtubers a guy and a girl and they decided to take this challenge i don't know where it came from or how it started but they wanted to take something called a 24-hour target challenge it is just what it sounds like they wanted to sneak into a target at about closing, going there, um, you know, and stay in the store while the store was closed, make it to the next morning, and then stay in the store the rest of the day to complete this 24-hour target Okay, first challenge. of all, that's, that's not a challenge. It's called trespassing and yes. breaking and injuring. Yes. But my thing is, ain't there some targets that just stay open 24 hours? There are so some targets. So when you just go to that target, it's like, I'm going to stay in this target for 24 hours and just see see if I can stay here all day. Now that's a challenge. Like, yes. can you stay in this store that's open all day and entertain yourself for twenty four hours? Now that that's a challenge. Right. But you so, breaking you breaking and entering. <laughs> right. So these two were not smart. They did not select a twenty four hour target, and they hid in a clothing rack or whatever. You know, they got all kind of alarms on that thing. The yeah. alarms went and off. Cameras, the, alone, cameras exactly. everything. The cops came out, arrested them. Um, each of them is facing up to seven years in jail for trespassing. And uh, the people at Target do not find this uh, very funny at all. And uh, they may make an example out of these folks. Um, one, have you ever trespassed? Two, would you ever do the 24-hour Target challenge? And three, uh, I forgot what my third question is just that quick, <laughs> but it may come back to me in a few moments. Uh, trespassing. 
I, I, okay, trespassing. I'm pretty sure I've been some places that I shouldn't have been. Yeah. But I can't remember like where I was truly where I set out the trespass, right? Like yeah. that was my objective to be in some place that I, I wasn't supposed to be. I, I can't recall the time that. But have I found myself in places where I shouldn't be in or should not have gone? Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and what's okay, what's the second question? Oh, that's it. Did you ever trespass? And um, you know, would you would you ever do the 24 hour challenge? I guess without trespassing. Yeah, I, I, but you know, I, would you I, be able to I, spend 24 hours in a target? I don't know. You know, just I would I would want to see how other people do it because think about it, like 24 hours, that's a long time. Yeah. And even though like Target, it can be a big store, but man, they ain't got nothing but like maybe like seven or eight departments. And yeah. then once yeah. you explore those departments, you get you get bored and tired, right? Like I, I'd imagine you can go to the electronics section yeah. and probably watch shows mm -hmm. for a couple of hours, a few hours, but then you get bored with that. And it's like, where am I gonna go to next? I'm gonna go to the like the home appliance like section and like look yeah. at blenders and stuff. Like, like what do you do? I, you can go to the like garden section yeah. and do something with flowers, but I don't know. But I, I can see why they would throw the book at them because it's not like they were just like people who wanted to do it for like a prank or something like that. You know, there was they are YouTubers and they make a living doing this and you was breaking into the store so you could like put that on your YouTube channel. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So that is different than like some like, you know, high school kids who like did it and thought it would be cool and like, okay, you don't need to put them in jail for like seven years. But these like are adults with YouTube channels making money off, off this and it's a job and now they break into your store just to put it, you know, on a channel. So yeah, I can see yeah. why they, they throwing a book at them. Okay. Now I thought about this and I think I could actually do 24 hours in a super target. So hear me out. We're going to work our way okay. around right. the store okay. and we're going to make this happen. Okay. First of all, um, during daylight hours, you want to get you a coffee and um, you want to mm. you know, pay for that coffee, sip on they it. They do have know. a Starbucks in the, in the Target too. Yeah, so yeah. You wanna, the definitely make sure that they have a, a Starbucks in there. So you walk around and get a little, you know, uh, energy from the, from the damn, um, you know, uh, coffee, oh, you take things yeah. in there. Then you might want to stand in line. You know how they put the Target ad, you know, on the uh, behind the glass just to figure out what's, um, you know, um, on sale, sale that on week. The yeah, the little sales so you paper. spend time reading the newspaper. Yeah, spend a little time reading the newspaper, okay? So um, you got that. Well, it's going to be a long you... 24 hours. Exactly. Now you want to get you a cart and um, just go to the ladies' clothing section. You ain't got to buy nothing, but just see who's in there and, you know, see what type of ladies' fashions they got. You ain't going to buy nothing from that section. Anyway. That's going to be so creepy. Over. So you're just going to hang out in the women's section well, you gotta, for, you like, gotta, for about four hours. And you know no, what somebody's going to say? It's like, look, there's some guy over there. He been hanging out in the women's section for yeah. four hours. I think something going on. Now you got to do it so you don't make eye contact with nobody. Once you make eye contact with somebody, you got to go on and move on to the men's section. Okay. All right. Now um, you want to go to the men's section. You want to start at the clearance. They have a lot of like nice hats and stuff that uh, are price reduced. 
and um, people that, um, you know, you might want to strike up a conversation with somebody. A lot of people that have their online stores, they buy stuff for $2 and sell it for $10 because people uh, can't, they don't have a target. Okay. So, okay. You strike. I up. like, I like, okay. You, you add in a social element to it. You start exactly. like, you know, During the hours that are so yeah, talking. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so you go to men's section. You might find you something. You look at uh, looking for some swimming trunks or something like that for summer. Okay, boom. Um, they got a baby section in there. You can go around and you know, I don't know, um, <laughs> see what the new gadgets are. You know, and um, you know, you could become an expert on uh, baby items, etc. Or you might be able, as you spend, you know, go around the store and you see somebody, they just might think that you work there or something like that. If you wore some khakis and a red polo and they're like, oh, such and such is on sale over here. Such and such is over sale over there. And then you become a resource for the people that's in there. Okay. All right. So we went to the men's section, electronics. Now here's where yeah. you, here's where you might, you know, run into a little bit of a roadblock. Sometimes okay. that's not cable that they show on. Those are like yeah. feeds from corporate and it's just the same yeah. thing over and it's over like and commercials, over. Big commercials over and over again. Exactly. Exactly. So you need to, you know, spend maybe about 27 to 28 minutes, figure out if it's going to repeat itself. And then, you know, you know, what type of time cycle you're working on with that. Um, you could get you a record player. They got vinyl records. Now you could uh, maybe buy you a record player or just use you one and uh, see what they got. And then, um, you know, go ahead and spend you some records. They also have the Xbox and the PlayStation. You could play that oh, for yeah, a little while. Yeah, yep, you could play like some electronic. 2K against the kid or some Madden or something, entertain yourself, okay? So, you know, we have the four or five hours already. You want to go to the season. You still got, like, you still got 19 hours. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like to toy section, that's an hour. Um, yeah. What else? You got um, the seasonal wow. section, you know, like the Easter stuff, see what they got, boom. That's another half hour. So now they got the gardening stuff out there, right? Like all the patio sets yeah. and stuff. You could take your ass and sit in each one of those chairs and figure out which one is the most comfortable, the Ottomans and stuff. You know, you could go back to Starbucks, get you a drink, et cetera, boom, sip it down, bam. Okay, then you go through the rest of the departments. Now, since this is a super target, you could just go over there to the pharmacy and um, see what kind of drugs they got over there. You know, you might That's need to- probably the only way you would make it 24 hours is if you was on drugs. Yeah, you might need, you. <laughs> maybe you make you a Excedrin, you know, um, you know, coffee cocktail or something that'll maybe, uh, you know, mess with the time space conundrum. Um, you could also go through the greeting card section, see what they got going on there. That's easy, another half hour. And then they got the super tiger. So it's got food. So you want to go ahead and have your lunch, pay for it yeah, or whatever. You got breakfast, there. lunch, and dinner. So you can exactly. kind of mark mark that off, take an hour for each one of those. That's another exactly. three. If, if they got the sit-down Starbucks, you can go over there and spend a little time. You might strike up a conversation with somebody. Then, you know, you could like buy some shit and then like take it back for the returns. You know, the return line is always long, you know, boom. <laughs> Bam. Be like, I didn't want this anyway. You get your money back. Then you go and repeat the process all over again. Then, you know, as it's getting close to the nightfall or you find yourself, you go to the uh, the bedding section, get you a nice blanket and pillow. You ain't got to pay for it. Keep it in the package. Well, you got to take the blanket out of the package. But then you just yeah. go and find you a nice, you know, sort of section, like a little corner over there. And, you know, take you a nap. That's eight hours. You wake up in the morning and, you know, get you the first coffee that they're going to make, et cetera. Go back around, see what's different in the store from when, you know, when you were asleep. 
and then you before you know it, 24 hours will be done. So this is very simple. This is very easy. easy. Well, Doug, you you broke it down, but I would tell you if you if you do that or if I did that, I would never want to go into another Target or another box store in my life. That's like going to jail almost. Mm. (laughs) That's probably Mm -hmm. worse than going to jail. Anybody that know uh, the big wig, exactly. Anybody that know the big wigs at Target, I am up for a twenty-four hour challenge, and I will let y'all uh, tape it, broadcast it, YouTube it, however you want to. But uh, I think that I could uh, do it. I was like, do they have showers in the back? You can take your shower, man. You know, come out with the. Uh, no, they have those restrooms in the front. Those big restrooms in the front. Yeah, so, but that's that's for the public. <laughs> I need a private shower. I was like, huh. <laughs> Anyway, man, um, we talked about Stone Cold Steve Austin, man. Man, um, Scott Hall, better known as uh, Razor Ramon from the WWE and the WCW, man. He passed away this week, man. That's a, yeah. a part of our childhood. That's gone. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's, it's like, when you, and especially like just wrestling in general, it, was, it seems like it was such a big part of my childhood. A lot of folks like childhood. But like yeah. the characters they created, like they kind of resonate and you remember them and they kind of stick with you. It was something like just visceral, uh, you know, about them. And so when they pass on, it's almost like you can't believe it because they, they, in some ways they seem like almost larger than life, right? Like they were these characters that like, you know, were kind of like invincible or couldn't be really hurt. And so when you put that up against like a real person and he was like, oh, wow, like they passed on. So, yeah, yeah. So, so definitely you'll be missed. Exactly. Man, Razor Ramon, born Scott Oliver Hall in St. County's, um, St. Mary's County, Maryland. I did not know he was oh, from no, Maryland. I didn't know that either, Maryland. Yeah, All right. yeah. and uh, man, uh, tremendous uh, wrestler down, uh, you know, first uh, he started out as uh, Razor Ramon and then uh, hooked up uh, with uh, the Wolfpack, uh, Hulk Hogan and those guys yep. over there at WCW mm-hmm. and uh, came back to WWE, man. So he'll be missed. Uh uh, I think he had a um, complication with uh, hip replacement surgery. A lot of wrestlers, a lot of athletes need those. Yeah. And then yeah. um, had uh, three heart attacks, uh, as a matter of fact, was Ooh, on wow. life support. And then the yeah. family made a decision to um, to take him off of life support. So uh, he will wow. be missed, man. WWE yeah. Hall of Famer, Scott Hall, a.k.a. Razor Ramon, definitely, definitely will be missed. Man. Man, well, that's all I got uh, for this uh, episode 80 after party number 23. We the goat like Jordan. What we're trying to be anyway. Um, (laughs) Digital Gumbo Podcast full library of episodes is available on Apple Podcasts and wherever you get your podcasts. Download, follow, rate, and review today. Download, follow, rate, and and review today. And we definitely uh, need uh, the listeners. Uh, We appreciate y'all listening in as always. Again, we're available on all smart devices and all smart speakers, including uh, Alexa. And also, uh, we're available on your Google Assistant. Just say, hey, Google, and uh, you guys can go ahead and listen to us that way. And uh, you also can listen to us on your Alexa device. Just say, uh, Alexa, get the latest episode of the Digital Gumball Podcast and then pow. Um, she will come on and then uh, announce us, and uh, we'll be right there with you. So. We definitely appreciate that. Man, anything before we, man, this is what we're going to do. We're going to go ahead, take a break, and we're going to go and tape uh, episode 81 after party number 24 right now. You down with that? All right, let's roll. All right, let's roll.